Good evening, listeners, and welcome to the official Wessex Wanderers podcast. Before we get into the introductions, just want to give a big shout out to our new club partnership, Kick It Out, who together will work to battle and tackle racism and discrimination across our game. Uh, also, another quick shout out to, to this week's sponsor, uh, CB Plates, local company. Not only do they make standard printed number plates, but they can also produce handmade show plates, both 3D and 4D. I know a few of the boys have got these and they were really pleased with them. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested in getting some new plates for your car, find them on Facebook, CB Plates, or Instagram on CB Plates UK. Um, right, that's the, that's the official business out of the way. So on with the in introductions. I'm Nick Trutch. Most of you know me as Trutchy. And I'm delighted this week to welcome on to the guest first team managers, Tom Trimble and Matt McCarthy. Welcome, lads. Tell me a bit about yourselves. Let's uh, start with you, Tom. Hello, mate. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm Tom. I'm 22. Um, and I'm a football coach and youth mentor. Hello, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Matt. And uh, I'm 22. And I uh, currently work at Sainsbury's at the moment. Thanks. So, um, yeah, we'll get into the questions, boys. First one. How much have you missed football? And, you know, what's your thoughts on the up and coming mini leagues that have been discussed? By the uh, by, the GFE, Matt. What's your thoughts? Uh, I <laughs> I won't lie to you. I'm missing football uh, quite a bit. Uh, however, that being said, the amount of work that we're doing behind the scenes on you know what we're doing with a proposed third team and you know kind of keeping the club running, even though football's not actually on, it doesn't feel like football's missing. Um, we're not playing it, obviously, and we're not training, but we are doing loads of work still. Uh, and I said it to Tom before. I said it to, I said it to you before. It, it's more stressful than my actual job, like without a doubt. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, I'd say I'm, I'm missing it, yeah. But it also isn't completely gone, so I'm all right with that. Um, in terms of like the the mini leagues, I'm I'm buzzing for it. It's not the ideal ending to this season because obviously we, we started pretty well in the league um, but that kind of went you know that's kind of gone we kind of hit some bad form and now considering the the league itself uh, has been cancelled for the year it's not the worst case scenario for us to start playing you know games more regularly um, for that little is it like a little coronavirus lockdown trophy I believe yeah it feels it feels very it feels doable that's the main thing for me it's, it, you know it's it's uh, six games in the course of a month. It feels like something that should be able to be completed. Whereas if, you know, if they decide to resume the league, there's always going to be that question mark. Are we, are we going to finish it? Mm. Yeah, no, de definitely. So I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy for it to, uh, to kind of just get back on the pitch, really. It, that's, that's the main thing. Whether that be a friendly, a tournament, a league game, I literally could not care less as long as I'm kicking the ball. It'll probably feel like a bit of a break for us as well, because, you know, that's like Tom mentioned earlier, that the easy bit is, you know, going training, picking the team, getting out there. That We've been we, we've been grafting, haven't we, the last month or so with all the stuff going on behind the scenes. What's your thoughts, Tom? I, I'm, I'm very similar. The, the stress of running a, 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 a you know, football team, uh, it's, uh, you don't know how much, you know, how stressful it is until you, until you're doing it. Um, and I think, yeah, as Matt said, it's, it doesn't feel like we've been away from football. We've just been away from kicking a ball about. That, that's the only difference I would, I'd sort of say. Um, yeah, the work we've been doing is is great for the for the club, um, on our socials and stuff. Um, but end of the day, for, well, for me, um, Lewis mentioned it last week, but for me, the uh, when you're away from football, you, know, you, you you can switch off from from everything else when you're playing. Um, and at the moment you can and I think for a lot of people it's, uh, it's such a big loss they just need to be back really just need to be back playing it's going to be it's, yeah it's going to be a lot of lot of relief around well I was going to say the league but the country you know there, there's so much so many amateur footballers in this country that are probably just chomping at the bit to get back out there 
There's a, there's a lot of teams that are just doing friendlies in the time, you know. Um, and and as Matt said, just just being able to get back out there, I think for everyone is a is a major major benefit. So the lockdown league should be, you know, mini tournament should be good. Um, it's going to be a bit tough playing five competitive games and then going back to maybe off season or just friendlies and then pre-season and then we go again. Um, so it's just about finding the right balance between competitiveness and, uh, and just keeping fit as well. I'm just wondering, we've not, we've not even discussed this yet. It's literally just popped into my head. I'm thinking about, you know, end of season awards and stuff. Would, you know, I, I don't, would we, would we base that solely on the, the six, six games in these mini leagues? I probably wouldn't think that was fair in a way. Would you, would you add it up? Would you add it up? I'd probably add it up. Yeah. I would. I would like to. Yeah. I. You know. Because at the end of the day, it's 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 five games, isn't it? Someone can be unlucky enough to hit a a poor run of form, yet they've been brilliant for the the ten games prior to that. So I'm just top, top goal scorer trophy. That's all he wants. Just yeah. if a half, then he just wants. The trophy. I didn't even get it last year. And yeah, right. To take it away, That's right. Take it away again. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 were, we were cutting costs, weren't we? And we thought, yeah, no, we, we, won't, we won't bother with that one. Who, um, <laughs> who, 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 remind me, who is, who is the first team top scorer as it stands? Have a wild guess, Trotchy. Is, is it Mr. Trimble? Yes. It is. <laughs> Go on, give, give us the stats. How many goals to games? What was it? Five? Is it we played 10 games, Matt? Uh, no, nine. No, so five and nine and four assists. So. I want to say oh, dropping the assists in there as well. Just, just got to bump it. Fairly, <laughs> I got I, two. Um, goals. I got two goals. That's all I'm saying, which is pretty good. Thank you. It's, um, it's, <laughs> Luke, Luke Bowden's been leading the charts for me in the, in the reserves. He's well. He's joint top scorer with Mike. Mike Jones. They both got four, but um, yeah, Luke, Luke's joint uh, joint. Sorry, Luke's top of the assist charts as well. So he's had a good season. Bits, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's eight eight goal contributions in seven games for Luke. That's good deep. numbers. That's a quick math that trust you. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, boys, I'm 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 keen to keen for you to tell me a bit about your you know your history and your your relationship with the club and you know how you came to join Wessex and how long ago that was. So, Tom, you I I, I know you you've been at the club just a little bit longer. Do you want to start? Yeah, is there other clubs out there? I mean, I only know Wessex. It's, uh, oh, yeah, don't, don't bother with the rest. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've been here since I, I just started training at 15. So quick maths is, you know, seven, eight years ago. Um, you turning up. And that was at 15. And, and that was due to James Culliford, who I went to school with. And his uncle. I, with, yeah, you, you love him a bit, don't you? Oh, I do, yeah. Soft spot. <laughs> soft, soft spot for Kelly, yeah. But yeah, he, he brought me along because his uncle, Steve Webster, Webbo, um, he was either obviously managing a team or he was involved, you know, quite regularly. Um, at West I think at that time, Webbo, Webbo had just finishing managing the reserves and I'd just taken over the reserves oh, okay. after managing the A team. Yeah. So, so I'd, I'd asked Webbo to be my skipper for the season. Yeah. So, so that was when we, you know, I, I started training and, and from there, really, obviously started with you in the, in the reserves when I was 16. Um, and, and, well, you know, but from from my point of view, just kept kept at Wessex since then. So, yeah, that's all I really know. All I really know. I remember the first time I seen you in training and saying to because you look young. You and I said to Webbo, I said Colourford because I knew Colourford was just sixteen. I said to Webbo, who's uh, who's the boy Colourford's mate? And he, he said, oh, it's his mate Tom. I said, how how old is he? He said he was fifteen. I said, okay, we need to find out when he's sixteen because I want to. Want him at the club this season, and uh, I remember Webbo saying, "Yeah, he, he, season in the A team, let him find his feet in men's football." Be, I said, "No, no, he ain't going to the A team. He's too good. He's he's <laughs> he's reserves pushing first team already." Yeah, man, and uh, that, that was yeah, you, that was eight, you know that was fifteen. It feels so long ago now. Like yeah. mental, absolutely mental. Yeah. And that was at the Portway as well, wasn't it? That's down the Portway, yeah. Amen. And, you know the training. You can't compare the training then to what 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 it was. What, it was a match, what, wasn't it? It was just a. It yeah, it was literally turn up. If if you got you know a bit of a stretch, bit of a jog around the pitch, then straight into a game. But it's nothing like the technical stuff that we do nowadays. Yeah, 
I mean, um, I mean, I, I loved it because you know I, I came in and it was, you know, impressed impressed against the old lot, and it, I was like, yeah, you know, didn't need to stretch or anything, you know, still fifteen, so didn't really care back then. What about you, Matt? Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> I so I obviously met I met Tom. I think what what was it under? It must have been under sixteens. Was it under? It was under eighteens, but we were sixteen, seventeen. I think. So it was something like that. We played for Golden Hill Sonics, which a few of the people at the few of the players at the club now um, used to play for that team. So we kind of got this whole little little reunion going on. <laughs> Any other Golden Hill players want to come back? You're more than welcome. Um, yeah, we so are I'm recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently recruiting. Um, yeah, so I, I met Tom in you know around there, around the kind of under 16, 17, you know league. Uh, and if I remember correctly, I think you just said to me, "Do you want to come along to?" You, well, obviously, you... obviously, we played we played Sundays, didn't we? And I was there like, you know, adult team Saturdays. Yeah, just come along, and the whole season you were like, "Yeah, not available. Oh, yeah. no, not available." <laughs> oh, I got... That was Trutchy's year. That was Trutchy's year of the reserves. Yeah, it was yeah. I I remember because I, I we um as the season got sort of. You know, we got about eight, nine, ten games into it. I remember Flay was struggling with fitness. I think it was his knee or his ankle, but he's saying, I'm really struggling. You know, I'm, I'm strapping up, I'm getting through the games. Lonnie Coles kept getting red cards and sent headbutting people. And I thought, I need a bit of cover at centre-half. So I remember saying to Tom, do you, look, do you know any any good good young centre-halves? And, he, and he's, he said, oh, yeah, I might know someone. Matt, he's a good centre-half. I said, tell me a bit about him. And he said, oh, he's, you know, probably about... Like six three, I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> what, like, what's he? What's he? Is, is he like skinny? He said, no, he's you know he's got he's quite built for a sixteen year old. Okay, yeah. Can he tackle? He said, oh, he loves to tackle, but he's more of a ball playing centre half. And I thought, God, I've not even seen him yet, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think I, I got one game out of you, didn't I? You eventually agreed to come. I did. Got man of the match, if I remember right. I did indeed. Was that, what and, was that? Uh, a three one loss. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, definitely. We, I think we lost. <laughs> Might have been a two-one loss. If I remember right, but yeah, I, I remember watching you play with Flay and thinking, "Oh, I've got, I, I got the pick of three good centre halves for two positions here." But then I never seen him again. So, <laughs> and then the season after, I think I joined. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, after I left. You know, <laughs> treat a mean key from Keen. <laughs> I um, I, I remember when I come back, I you know just dropping some names. We were chatting about the good old days, and I mentioned I mentioned Flay, Lee Flay, and straight away Matt said, "Oh, I love Flay. I love yeah. him. You enjoy playing with." Him. I'll tell you what. On, on that note, we might as well go into what I was going to ask next, Matt, and and that's um, let me know who, who your favourite player who you've well either played with or coached, or I'll tell you what, even better. Give me the give me the, the player you've enjoyed playing with the most, oh. and then someone who, who who since you've coached. Oof. All right. Okay. I mean that that you know what we were talking about just a second ago has led absolutely perfectly into my favourite player that I've played with. Um, it's got to be Lee Flay. Really? I knew oh. I knew how fond of him you were, but I did I didn't think he was right at the top. I tell you what, I'm a bit surprised you said that. I love I love Lee, but I'm a bit like ooh. You could only play with him for one game, mind. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, trust me, there was there was more times. I definitely played with him more than once because I remember I remember playing with him multiple times, and he probably doesn't even know who I am. I'm absolutely fine with that. But <laughs> because I'm uh, like a, a what sixteen year old, sixteen seventeen year old coming into adult football for the first time, I had absolutely no idea what I was coming into. And I remember the, it must have been the first or second game I played for Wessex. I was up against this really big, blonde, like just a big striker. And he absolutely floored me. And I remember I got the wind taken out of me so much. I literally looked up like, what is going on? Where am I? Um, and ever since then, aside from, with, you know, Flay kind of tutoring me somewhat on where to be, just talking to me, constantly talking to me. That's snarling helped. at you, you mean? Snarling at you. I mean, yeah, that as well. It might have been, it might have been really angry, but I took it as as a as love and admiration, really. 
Um, but he, he just helped me develop from, from, you know, developing from a 16 year old coming into adult football. Um, I couldn't have asked for, for a better kind of a tutor. And I'll always, I'll always remember, even if it was the one or two, one or two games I played with him, it was definitely more, by the way, I definitely played more. Um, I just remember that it was so good to have him next to me because it was almost comforting. And, you know, if a ball had, did get past me, he might snarl at me, you know, without looking at me, but then he'll turn to me and he would say, it's all right, don't worry, just get back into shape. Just simple little things. And it just helped me so much. And I remember it because it had an impact on me because I remember it to this day. So, uh, yeah. yeah. As a manager, for me, that's, that's what you... I, I probably... I, I may have not have even needed to ask him, but I probably asked him because that you look for your experienced players to guide your youngsters through the game. But I remember both of your style of play, you know, they complemented each other so well. You, you know, you the big, tall, centre-half, calm, composed, reads the game well, distribution, and Flay's just there covering your backside for if anything goes wrong, reading the danger. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. it was definitely good. And I feel like I've, I've grown you know, because of that as well. I'm not, I probably would have grown anyway, but having that kind of experience next to me, um, even if it was for a short amount of time, it just, it impacted me in such a good way. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't thank him enough. Never saw him again. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we're recruiting. So if you... <laughs> so what about, what about since you've gone into coaching and managing, Matt, who, is there someone that's, that shines out who you've enjoyed working with? God, they've all been horrible, mate. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's difficult because there's, you know, when you start coaching, as you know this, and Tom knows this as well, you you start coaching people of all ages. So you start with, I, like we've coached people that are 16, we've coached people who are near and 40. Um, so it's completely different. Everyone's been completely different to it. Um, I, t- I did quite enjoy when um, Ryan and John Joe was at the club, partly because you tell him one thing and he just, he just do it. Like if, if you just said to him, run at a defender, bang, what'd he do? He'd knock it past the defender and, you know, you'd probably get an assist or again, he was only here for one, was it one season? I think he was or. Oh, mate, he's yeah. What well, one season. Um, I, I, he's, he's my, he's my coachable one. I <laughs> I've heard so many good things. So many good things. I know Gaffer, Gaffer was, Gaffer put him in his um, in his eleven, didn't he? Which surprised me because you know Gaffer's loyalty to his his players who he actually managed. You know, treble winning players as well. For him to for him to stick a kid who he's only just you know watched as a supporter. For him to stick that in his in his Wessex eleven, you you knew the kid had to be good. Ryan for me. You know, coach. You know, Matt. What what Matt said is is, is so true. But he just picked up and and he, people who were involved that year saw the progression as well. Like he he was literally you know a shy sixteen year old, and he just the more confident he got, the more people he would beat, and he 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 turned around and beat him again. Like just just to rub it in, he was honestly he was he was unreal. The other one I was thinking is Sullivan as well. Um, mm. Because he's still 18, 19, mind, and he's been he's been here two, three years. But a lot of things you tell Sol, he'll, he'll you know he'll take it on board and do you know he'll do what you ask of him. And as a manager, what else do you want as a player to listen and you know to take in what take in what you ask really? Um, and, I, and when they score as well, when they when they produce something, oh good God! I think when when Ryan scored, he didn't score many that season. I think it might have just been uh, might have just been one. It was one. It, I think it was just, and that one goal, I, I literally <laughs> cannot how happy I was for him. Not only for getting his first goal in adult football, but he just took it so calmly. And then I think you picked him up out of just like squeezed him. I picked him up, and I think Jord ended up elbowing me in the face or something. It was a proper good and bad moment for me because I started bleeding, but it was, <laughs> it was well worth it. But yeah, I made 100%. It was, you know, that. Him scoring that goal, it was nearly close to the end of the season as well, I think. Yeah. Um, but it was just such like a he's been waiting for a goal, been you know creating chance after chance, and he and he took one. Um. Yeah. It was it was so rewarding, I think, for us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna force you, Tom, to pick a pick one of the. So 
out of out of the players you've coached and managed, is it is it Suleiman or is it Ryan? Who's who's your top? I think no. So 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 the one I've coached, I, I'm going to go with Sol, just because I've had him for two three seasons. But the one I've let's say played with, and it's going to be surprising because I don't actually talk about him enough. But it, it, I'm going to give it to Ned Ned O'Keefe. And and the reason the reason for that is because I've never seen someone that's got a left and a right foot as good as him. It was like it's unreal. Yeah, when we were when we were seventeen, eighteen, he's a year below us, so, and we were at Golden Hill, and he was sixteen, seventeen, and oh my god, he t- I think he took corners with, with both feet. It was just the cheek, the audacity to just you know do what he wanted with either foot. It's like unbelievable, just just to be able to do it, and this. <clears throat> And the way he drives with the ball as well, it's like... Because he's not stunning. I've noticed he's, he kind of floats with the ball. He's not quick, but he really doesn't need to be. Yeah. He literally just... He's liquid. We call Sullivan... We say he's liquid on the ball, but Ned's just... just the exact- <laughs> <laughs> and the issue for us is fitting all these players in because they're, they're so good. It's, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, for, for me, just the way... if When you're growing up, and, and, you know, a coach tells you, you know, make sure you do whatever you do with your, with your right, with your left, or your left, with your right. A lot of players don't do it. I'm a great example of that. But he can he, he can literally do both with either. Like that, that game he played for the reserves last season. Like scoring teamers. He came on about half-time, I think, or something. And he just he literally bagged two goals. One with his left, one with his right. Oh, last season, I thought you meant this. Yeah, yeah no, this literally. Like, I know he had in your game, didn't he? But... But yeah, yeah like, it, the, the, I think it was under Harry and Mike. Um, and we were on the side thinking, how the hell is he doing that? Like The movement as well. It was just pure, like, yeah. he, he just swept his left leg and the ball just travelled into the top corner. Yeah. It was just unreal. Yeah, unreal. So, so he, he's my player. He's my player. I think he's going to be he's gonna be a big player for the club when he's, when he's back from uni. Hopefully it'll start next season. He's going to be a big player. And going going back to going back to Suleiman, I've had him a couple of, couple of times with reserves this season. He's got he's got a good return. I think he's played two, scored three. But he's for some reason, even though he's a he's a young lad, I find him very easy to give instructions to because he's so good at what he does. I won't I won't specific. You know, he plays in the number ten or you know, I, I, one of the wide positions. I think I put in one game. And, you know, I'm running through the full backs, do this, do that, don't do this, shepherd them, guard them, get your body right. And I, was, I can just say to Suleiman, show me the magic today. Yeah, just, he will, just, he will. Yeah, he does. You know, I said, get out there, you know, you've got a bit of a free roll today, just make something happen. And to have players like that as a manager, then have to make it easier. Yeah. yeah. And normally... Yeah. Players like that sometimes have egos, you know, egos that you've got to control. They make it all about them. Yeah. Sully, he's, you know, the most selfless player. Don't get me wrong, he might hold on to the ball a bit too long because he's enjoying himself too much, but yeah. you, you would, he never shoots. He's so yeah. self. He probably He's probably too selfless, to be fair. He, he, should, he should take more shots. He gets himself into some really, really good positions. Um, and they'll just drag, drag it back, just to toy with yeah. the defence. He kind of he he kind of doesn't like a, just an average assist. He likes he likes to try the scoop with a flick, doesn't he? It's look, always look at that, like a look at that goal he scored for you. I think I think it was when I I whipped it in and he's he's literally flicked it through the keeper's yeah. legs. Yeah, I'm thinking all he had to do was just tap it in, you know. But yeah, it was like a sign. He kind of swiveled and Cruyff backhilled it through oh, the it, like yeah, it. so composed. Or in a Cruyff backhill, I would love to see you try doing yeah. that, Trappy. <laughs> <laughs> only, only turn him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if if, if you have not watched the uh, previous podcast, make sure you give uh, Ron, big Ron Avery's uh, a listen. You'll you'll find out what that's all about. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, that that leads into my um into a question I wanted to ask. Um, Tom, I'll start with you. What what makes a top Tom Trimble player for you? Um. I, I, you know, the, the other podcasts, it's, it's all, there, there's a lot of different ones, I think, um, from, from what I've heard so far. Um, but none of it's about skill. And, and it's, it's because it's not, it's not about, you know, talent, obviously, is, is huge, but it's not, 
for me, it's all about hard work. You know, the right the right attitude, and I, and I think it's work rate as well. Yeah, you, you need someone who's going to work. You know, work obviously. You know, as I said, skill and and talent. You know, it, it goes it goes far, but it, there's still more. And I, I'd rather have a person who's trying her hardest and and you know constantly working for the team than uh than you know a, a solo player trying to do it all himself. Um, it's nice to have a mix. It's nice to have your skill and your flair and your, but but you've got to have a fair few workhorses in there as well, aren't you? Well, it's, it's you know it's not it's not you know five aside or anything like that where you're happy with your mates. Like we we want to you know. We, we've got plans, ambitions with this with this club, and we can only do that together as a team. And if if you haven't got the players, you know, to do that, if you've got a, if you've got a team of eleven individuals, you won't win anything. Um, so you could, have, you, you could have you you could pick a dream team, but unless they've got that unity, they, they'll win a few games, they'll score a few screamers, but unity. And working for each other, not just for yourself, working for each other is what wins wins titles. Of course it does, definitely. yeah. And that's, and that's exactly you know what what me me and Matt want to do. Um, so so yeah, I just think hard work, attitude, and that willingness to to improve as well. I think, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, and I think the other the other thing I don't know how many have listed now, but but um, but I think to take certain criticism as well and not take it as like an insult or anything. To actually like take it on board and be like, all right, you know, you're trying to make me a better player. Um, I think that's that goes a huge way. If someone's not willing to learn, um, yeah, you, know, you won't you won't get better. Um, so yeah, that's whatever seven eight I named then. That's that's what makes. Yeah, yeah. They just got to be really good at football. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what about you, Matt? Um, I mean, God, I've. Picked off every single one I could possibly think of. <laughs> Narrow down. What's left? <laughs> I, I would definitely say being committed to the cause. Um, commitment in, in general to in-game, you know, in and around the club when it comes to training. If you show one of us managers that you are committed and that, you know, your, your aim, you share our aim, then you're already like 50% of the way there, honestly. Um and in terms of, <clears throat> in terms of you know being hardworking, it's being tenacious, being tenacious on on the pitch, and just being relentless in in what you do. Leave it all on the pitch, and I don't care what you do. You just run yourself into the ground. You give a hundred percent to the team, and you come off and you're absolutely blowing after you know seventy minutes. That's more than enough. Um, it just it goes hand in hand with with what Tom said about being hardworking, whether that be on the pitch or off the pitch, if you can surround yourself with <clears throat> with players of a similar mindset, then that cohesiveness comes next and you will really reap the benefits from it. And also, I, I, I'd add to that, like, regardless of which, which side you're playing in, we, we obviously want, we want everyone to be playing well, not everyone to be playing. There's not enough, not enough room. But we want everyone to want to play first team football, and we want everyone. So you know, if if you if if you if you two don't pick someone, uh, I want them to come down to the reserves with fire in their belly. Not just you know, don't don't want, don't want them go through the motions. If if they want to play first team football, but someone don't get picked for the first team, then come down and show. Oh, it's, Show it's, us. It's, it's that willingness, isn't it, to improve? As I said, it's yeah. like, you know, it, you might be on a bad bit of form. It happens to everyone. You know, it's not, it's not something new. It happens, but you need to show a willingness to, you know, to, to improving and get better and get back to your best. I think, you know, at the club, we want, we want, especially at the moment with the two teams we've got, we want two first teams to be able to sort of, you know, compete with each other. And the players we've got at the club, I think, I think they can be. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. With with like, <clears throat> if everyone, like I said about, it's, a lot of it's about mindset as well, because if you kind of if you don't get picked for the first team and you're kind of down about it and you go down to reserves, that is kind of toxic for the reserves. Because if if you're gonna, <clears throat> you know, go down to the reserves and show that you're not bothered, then 
how's that in any way going to A, help the reserves, or B, get you anywhere near the first team again? So, yeah, no, definitely just commitment and being hardworking. You're already 50% of the way there. The mentality we want in there, the club. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I want to know what your best, best and worst moments in football are. Tom, oh, um, I'll tell you what, I always, the boys will tell you who have played under me this season, I always like to, at the end of the game, I always like to get the negatives out of the way and then end on a positive. So, Tom, give us your worst moment in football and then let's cheer us all back up with your, <laughs> with your best one. Um, I, I think the worst moment is, is, it was the year after we won the league. I wouldn't say moment, I'd probably say sort of, you know, over a course of a season. Um, obviously, Matt was there and, and was involved, but that that season with um, with, with, with Jimmer and, and Paulie and stuff like that, I think it was, it was, it was the ending of obviously like them playing for Wessex, but, but for me personally, you know, I, I didn't enjoy it that season at football, really didn't. Um, and I look back at it now and I think it could have been avoided. You know, there was stuff I did which made it worse, maybe stuff they did. Um, and I look, you know, and now, you know, they come to some of the games, don't they? Um, and show yeah. their support because, they, you know, they are Wessex boys. Um, and, and that, was, that just goes to show for me that once you're Wessex, you're always Wessex oh, always, in, a, in yeah. a kind of way. Yeah, 100%. Um, and and I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a shame how it ended. I think that's what I'm trying to get across here is that I didn't want it to be like that. I don't think anybody wanted to, to be involved in a season like that. Um, especially after such a high win in the league. And I think that's what made it more, you know, yeah, more, more, you know, disheartening. Yeah. I think going from such a high to such a low um, within less than a season, you know, and, and and we, you know, I can look back now, and there's definitely stuff I I did and said which which I shouldn't have done. I was eight, you know, what eighteen at the time. You know, I'm 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 still learning the graft at adult football, and um, and there's there's stuff they probably said and did which you know we didn't enjoy. There's arguments on the pitches, you know, mid game, and you're thinking it, it it can't happen like that. We weren't winning either. We we were we were losing probably because of that, and just because we weren't a team. Yeah. Neg- negativity spreads, doesn't it? It spreads so much faster than positivity. Yeah, and, and that was, yeah, that that was. I think for me, I just think, I, I, like pl- as a player as well, but <clears throat> you play football to enjoy it at any level of the game, you know. Um, and I, I think for that to be involved in a season, it you know, it probably made our my you know my Wessex career, you know, because we then went you know, the season after to, to becoming managers and, and, and winning, uh, gaining, you know, promotion and stuff, runners up. Um, Who was managing, was it Webbo running the team at the Webbo, time? He, he sort of dropped out kind of because of the arguments, um, um, which which never helped. Um, I, and it was, it was childish for me and, and maybe, you know, uh, from them as well, but it's stuff that just doesn't need to be involved in football. Um and yeah, so so for me, that's probably probably one of you know the worst and lowest point of of football is when you when you're arguing with your teammates, you just you just can't do it really. Yeah. Um, so what what about your best? I, I reckon you might go back to twelve months earlier. <clears throat> oh, it's it's a tough one, you know, because I, I think it's either twelve months earlier when we when you know we won the league, um, or I could do the, the twelve months after the low when me and Matt have had to get so many players in just to create, you know, to keep Wessex afloat, especially to keep both teams going. And, and we, we were able to gain promotion. I don't think people realised that season, uh, the year after that was, you know, I remember Matt was asking his workmates to come play for us and I was asking everyone I know to come play for us because, because Wessex weren't, you know, if me and Matt said we don't want to do it, I don't think there would be a Wessex in the moment. And that's not, not trying to brag or anything, but I just think that was the situation we were in. Um, so, so for us to be able to sort of take it on, get these players in, and we started off rocky, mind like it, it wasn't plain sailing. No, uh, not. Matt's probably got the stats somewhere, but we hit this form, and it was like it must be like sixteen games unbeaten or something. 
we we really it just kept coming, didn't it? Yeah, we, we hit this form, and it just we we beat we beat first and second, which we had to do to get to get second in the league. We beat them four three, both games. And I'm at, when it came, was that isn't it? Yeah, and I, I got I think it's the only time I've done it, but I got hat tricks. You got two hat tricks in two weeks. Yeah, it's not all about you, Tom. No, I'm just you know just saying best moment. <laughs> <of football. laughs> um, but yeah, so for me personally, to be able to you know for us to do that, I think. I'd probably edge that a bit more because, you know, we're managers then as well. Um, and it's rebuilding as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, it you know, sounds like more of a project. There's so much in, in, in a short space of time. But that, winning, winning the league, you know, like we did the year before that season, the year before last, it was, uh, was, was great under Weber and, you know, with Jimmer and that lot. It was, it was amazing. I remember the, the game the game you clinched it because I I I'd been I'd been following the tables and um I I, I had it, it was my weekend off and I knew you had a fixture and I so I knew they could clinch it with a win. So I, I took a bottle of um I'll say champagne. It was <laughs> it was more like sparkly, fizzy, four percent proof. It was something to shake up and squirt about, that's all that matters. Yeah, but I I, I wasn't there for that. <laughs> <laughs> I missed I missed one game all season and it was because they you know James Culliford won an Adidas competition <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up going up to, to Manchester for the weekend. What was your priorities? Uh, I, I said this to him, I said, mate, any other weekend, come on. Like this is this is like mental. And uh but yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't resist it. I was watching Man United Chelsea and 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 I was actually there. Looking at all the celebrations going on in the change room, thinking this is disgraceful. Yeah, we had a great <laughs> wait for me. <laughs> Champioles, Champioles. Yeah, I, I remember passing, pa saying, "Well, if I remember right, you were one nil up for a while, and I think you got a, a late second to to clinch it. I think, and I think when that second went in, I shouted out to Jimmer. I said, Jimmer, fit full time. I got something for you, and he was." <laughs> Full time was I given the given the bubbly and they sh shook it all up. Yeah, it was, what's the term? Absolute scenes, as they say nowadays. <laughs> the amount of time we said championes, I honestly I got sick of the word. I was just jumping at one point and shouting. That yeah, was that must have been amazing, mate. Honestly, must have been great. It was actually great. Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, yeah, so I remember, that's my best. That's my best. I think. Yeah, uh, that was the that that season when you won the league. I. And I went to the last game just to watch, just out of just out of nostalgia and pure love for the club. That was the first time I seen Connor Collins, and I, I, I remember looking and thinking, "Oh, they got a player there. <laughs> they got they, that's they got a player in that midfield." Mate, mate, he went. Uh, we went eight 0 up in the first game of that season, and he got red carded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great player. I was. Yeah, you couldn't believe what happened. So it, it was literally eight 0 wasn't it, Matt? And it and he. Yeah. And he just got into this little scrap. He did. He got into a scuff with one of their players and then... Eight uh, points. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no need to get involved with anything. Being, it wasn't even like it was eight nil up with a half to go. It was <laughs> it was near the end of the game. Talking three minutes left, yeah. And that's, he just... And that, yeah, that's like a little mini victory for them, isn't it? You know, you get stuffed eight nil, and but at least at least the kid in their midfield who's run the show all game, he's got a free match ban now. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what they cared about. We we didn't let him live it down for a while after that. I can remember we mentioned it like every time we mentioned football, we were like, "I can't play this weekend. Can you?" Oh wait, oh sorry, mate. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got on there, weren't they? They got on there. We got to learn. Well, what, so what, what's um what's your worst moment then, Matt? My worst moment. Um, like Tom said, that season wasn't great, but but for me personally, I was kind of like an out not an outsider, but because it was mainly Tom and, and Jimmer that were kind of butting heads, I was just kind of on the outside of that, kind of trying to diffuse it, but also trying to I guess back my mate. Like it was I don't know, it was it was, it was so weird. It was so weird, wasn't it? I never had any issues with any of them. That was the thing. I, I got on well with all of them, but my I was closer to Tom at the time. So my allegiance is I just stayed where Tom was, really. That was, you know, 
that was how it was. There was never any bad blood between between me and any of any of that lot. And um, whenever I bump into him, you know, nowadays we have a good laugh. Um, so that I, that wouldn't be my worst moment. I can see why it would be Tom's. Um, mine's a little more recent. Uh, Tom will definitely remember this. It was actually mentioned. I believe it was on Mike Callan's podcast. Um, I think it was our first or second year in charge and we were up against North Bristol. Um, what was it? Was it our first or second year, Tom? Second, second, because they were in the division above and we got promoted to them. It was, it was like our third game in, I think third or fourth game in and we got at our place, we got absolutely stuffed seven nil. And, that is like by far the biggest defeat I've ever had to take. I hate losing, so losing by se- by a seven goal margin, seven. Right, five, let me rep- five nil at half time as well, wasn't it? And it was just all falling apart. Everything was falling apart. We tried. We didn't even know before we could even think about you know what we're doing, what can we do right, what can we do next. There's already three goals. Three more goals have gone in. I think we, um, uh, I think we changed formation and, and we we tried everything, and it was just like. And they, they were just a class above. Like we, we literally couldn't match them and we played awful, nothing was working. Um so we yeah, we got we got beat seven nil, which was which was pretty which was which is probably my my worst my worst moment by far. Um but the little silver lining to that was Tom and myself, we didn't let anybody leave. Um and <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. We literally kept everyone. We said, you're not going anywhere. That was appalling. We got everybody to kind of go to the the makeshift clubhouse at the time, which was those little white tents um, at South Bristol. And we got, I think there must have been about 15, 16, 17 of us just sat in a big circle. And we were like, right, let's have it out now. What went wrong? Why did that happen? And how can we prevent that from happening again? Um and it, was, it, it was every player though, wasn't it? You know, like every single player, and they all contributed as well. Even though at first it was kind of everyone was sulking and didn't want to say anything and said, "Oh, better things to do," we were like, "No, listen to listen to us, and then say what you have to say because that can't happen again." Um, and to like, we all started off kind of arguing at first. There was everyone saying their different opinions, <laughs> and then. It, we were sat there for I think it was about an hour and a half, two hours. Mate, I think we got home at about eight o'clock. We were, we were there. We were there for a long, long time, um, longer than we'd played. So we were literally went straight into the into the bar, sat down and spoke, and that was it. Um, and by the end of the, the the chat, everybody was arguing, but they were arguing the same point. Everyone was agreeing with each other, but they were just angry that we lost. Um, so it, it was good to see that everybody knew and understood each other, uh, but it was just quite quite awful to lose seven nil. Um, but like I said, there was a, a silver lining to it for sure. And since then, we haven't lost seven nil again. So I count that as a victory, really. <laughs> yeah, you kind of after a big loss like that, I'm, I'm lucky to have not experienced too many heavy defeats when playing or or managing. But when it does happen, it's it's a chance to just hit the reset button isn't it mm, definitely and there were things I think we worked on in training as well it's, it's hard it was hard it would have been really good for us to have VO that day Tom because <laughs> I tell you what we could have analysed oh, every- I would have been analysing it every day for like three weeks I think but, uh, but we, it was, we, we, we had the consequences yeah. at training didn't we we had the uh, what did we do we did that that everyone had to run in a minute around the whole pitch oh. Good God. No, yeah, it was more than once though, wasn't it? Or was it no, sorry, if if you didn't get round the outside of the, the Astro within um what was it? Was it a minute? Fifty five seconds, I think it was. If you couldn't get round, you had to then run it again without <laughs> stop. Which made absolutely no sense because <laughs> you were just gonna be more tired. And we made the <laughs> player who was there do it. And like I said, it was it was punishment, but it was justified in my opinion. So, um, yeah, we haven't done that again since. Oh, it was it was it was tough, mind. It was tough. Yeah. So so, what's, so was, no. <laughs> yeah. So what's your what's your best moment then, Matt? Um, I've got I've got like playing two with, playing with Flay. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got four. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like Tom said, the kind of getting to where we were after taking the reins over from Webo, um, bearing in mind we haven't, like me more so than Tom, we hadn't actually coached large groups of people ranging from 16 to like 40. So, you know, giving instructions and to, to people who are more Older. than twice, yeah. yeah, more than twice your age. It was surreal for them. It was surreal for us because we, we didn't know how it was going to be taken. I remember it, it was rocky at first. Not everyone was happy with it. Um, and not everyone kind of listened, but, you know, it was obviously, it was a transitional period, period for Wessex. So it was always going to be difficult. Um, but yeah, getting to where we got to after, you know, taking charge, that's really, really big. Um, winning Division 2, winning the league. It was Division 2, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Division 2. Uh, no, it was Division 1. Because then we got to, yeah, Division 1, then we got to Prenti. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I mean, we're in senior now, which is Prem too. So, was, was George playing? I could call George up, get him to get his Quavers box out with all his trophies in. It'd be written on the bottom of the trophy, wouldn't it? <laughs> because then we got to Division One. I when we went up again because we we got promoted, didn't we? And then we got to where we are now. No, we no, we got promoted, stayed where we are, and then this season would have been potentially promoted. I've got it somewhere. I've got yeah. it somewhere. Either way, win, winning that, winning that was really, really big because it was, it just showed how far like we'd come as a team, and um, we kind of, I guess, we peaked that group of players playing together. We kind of peaked then, um, but if you, I listened to Alex Benham's podcast as well. He remembers that period so fondly, and everything that he's, you know, every question that was asked of him, he, he just, he responded with how much he enjoyed it then. And I'd have to I'd have to agree with him because it was such a such a nice it was such a nice period um, in terms of we were the football we were playing the the group was just having a laugh Al said that we turned up and we expected to win and it, it very much was like that we were oh we were yeah I, I I was you you were right that was that was Division Two as well yeah yeah, yeah so that was that year we we obviously won it and got promoted to Division One yeah. Yeah, so that that was that was huge because that was like the first big thing that I had won in football. As in, like we, we won like under sixteen, under eighteen, whatever. This is like adult football. We won a league. We got you know the accolades from it, um, and that was huge. That that is probably I'd say that probably is no, is number one, but it's very very closely followed by um, uh, I believe I think it was last year. I know what it's going to be. You know, yeah, let me paint the picture. Um, Wessex Wanderers against Bristol Telephones. Now, oh, clash. So, obviously, for those who don't, players that left Wessex um, the year after we won the league, uh, quite a lot of them went over to Bristol Telephones. And, you know, there's this kind of friendly rivalry, um, mostly friendly in it. <laughs> <laughs> just a laugh, yeah, so. <laughs> so I believe the game we played um, it was 1-1 at the time up until like the 90th minute and it was a, it was a tough it was a tough game uh, in the first half I got my nose bust open uh, like my, one of their strikers headbutted the, accidentally by the way uh, headbutted, <laughs> headbutted my nose and I was I was just gushing gushing blood blood it didn't feel great either to be fair and I had to go like, off. I used to tell him it was an accident as well whenever I did that. So <laughs> I, I can't believe you're, you're gullible enough to fall for that, Matt. Yeah, well, I, I was uh, dazed and confused. So <laughs> I think I'm allowed that one. Um, a bless, bless Lynn. I had to go off the pitch because there was so much blood. <laughs> Lynn's flapping about with her tissues <laughs> saying, I do want one, Matt. Do you want one? I'm there, like, just trying to stuff as much tissue as I can up my nose. <laughs> that wasn't the best moment, by the way. Uh, <laughs> after going and washing myself off and coming on in the second half, um, it got to the 90th minute and um, I can't remember who, was it George that swung in the corner? Right, so, so I remember that George, George swung it in, but I, I think I said we, we have to go for this. Like, I don't think we could take a draw. Oh yeah, just for like bragging rights and also because of where we were in the season, yeah. we need 
three points. And I, I remember being the last man back. I think it was only me and me and Alex or, or Ben who was in goal at the time. Um, yeah, it was, it was literally like, and it was me back, and and everyone was gone forward. Yeah, so George George swings it in. I've just I've leapt, and I can't even remember me heading the ball. I just remember seeing the ball soar into the top corner. Um, and then I think I got bombarded. I just started screaming. Like, in celebration, I was just mm-hmm. shouting and screaming, saying, like, I didn't know what to do because we, we, I had won the game, the, the derby. So I can't really describe how that felt, but it definitely felt good. Um, and it was, a, it, was a, it was an emotional game because of, you know, ev- the emotions on the line, um, the points on the line. Like I said, bragging rights, and uh, I scored. I scored the winner from a, a banging, a banging corner, banging header. So that was definitely. I kid you not. Yeah, he's not. That header is is one of the best headers you will ever see. Like he, Matt doesn't have a clue where it went, but it went top corner. <laughs> it went like. I, I think a lot of it with with headers as well. Sometimes is when when if if you score in on twenty five minutes with a header, it's like a yes, get in there. But if you score. Last kick of the game oh, with mate. a bullet header. It's 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 almost as well. It's probably for some reason it's it's almost better than a bicycle kick or a, a volley <laughs> in off the post, isn't it? That, that just that that physicality of that determination, beating your man in the air. Well, you, Matt, Matt was getting like pushed back, like the header was behind him. Yeah, so it was, it was like back towards goal, our goal. From like the the twenty people that were in the actual box. Um, and I jumped, I think it was uh, Luke Webster that I jumped with, Paulie. And I, I just jumped and I'm kind of, I think I remember I'm half leaning back a little bit, but I just thrust literally every muscle I could in my neck. I literally pushed forward um, and the ball just nestled into the top corner. So that was a pretty good moment, I'd say. Yeah, i tell you what, I, 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 yeah. And the one thing I can pick up from that is, who at phones told Paulie to mark you? <laughs> I, 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 I'm a big Paulie fan, Luke Webster. I got along well with the kiddie when he was at Wessex. Good, good striker as well. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, as a gaffer, I wouldn't say you marked mark their big centre half from a corner. It was, it was everyone crammed together. I think Paulie was probably the closest person to him, to be fair. I think yeah. That, <laughs> he bumped into you. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it, that was, I won't lie, that was amazing I, nobody knew what to do no like like i think i think nine people jumped on you i i looked at i looked at ben and goal i said oh my god i'm, looking <laughs> at <Lynn. laughs> I'm thinking lynn do you just want me to jump on you or something <laughs> <laughs> oh it was mental it was mental yeah it was such a good feeling scoring the winner oh man I, Not- I, I think for you as well i think they appreciated it mm. like, like i just think that mutual respect that that they that they got you know, I think with you scoring the winner of that, I think they, I think they appreciated it. If that makes sense, they were like, "Yeah, fair." They were definitely more accepting of it because it's just, it's just a fair. It was just a fair, a fair result, a fair end to the game. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for that, Matt. I, I, I'm a big believer in uh, keeping the people wanting more, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to end part one there. But um, thanks, boys, for your, for for that. I, I enjoyed listening to that. I'm sure our viewers were will. Cheers, mate. Um, so yeah, I'll speak to you next week. And uh, yeah, Wessex Wanderers followers of the podcast, tune in next week for more from the uh, first team managers. Speak to you soon. <laughs>